You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to the show, subscribe. If you could write a review or rate my show, that always helps. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers uh, about all kinds of things. Just look at the titles. If you want to call in because you've got a problem and you need advice or you um, have a secret life that you want to get off your back and just talk about, <laughs> uh, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. It, uh, there's a Reddit page where you could like talk to people about my show. You could go there, strictly anonymous podcast Reddit thing. I don't, I always forget the exact URL, but if you go, you just Google Reddit and that you'll find it. <laughs> I'm so bad at advertising. Um, today I want a girl named Rose who calls in to talk all about all kinds of things. I mean, I'm probably, you probably see it in like the intro that I wrote out. She's bisexual. She's submissive. She's a submissive. She's an exhibitionist. Uh, she's contemplating sex work and sugar daddies, maybe possibly. <laughs> what I really thought about after we spoke, because we talk about all kinds of things. This is what you're going to hear on the podcast. You're going to tell her about her like exhibitionist side where she's had sex out in public and how that all went down, how she started hooking up with girls and what kind of girl she's into. Uh, like exactly what kind of submissive she is and what kind of dom she's into and like where she meets her guys and all that kind of good stuff. And then, like I said, we talk about like whether maybe she's going to have a sugar daddy or become an escort. And what I didn't think about uh, while we were talking, but I thought about this after when I was editing, because she's like in school and stuff, that I think she'd make a really good sex therapist. That's what I really think would be right for this girl. The sugar daddy thing, you know, the escort thing, definitely not, but the, that's what I think. So I don't know if, any, if she's listening to this, but I hope she is because I think maybe she'd be like a good sex therapist uh, because she's like really open-minded when it comes to sex. And I think she's got a very healthy attitude about it. And uh, she's really interested in helping other women be the same. And so that's why I think if she was a therapist, she could help people that way, right? Anyway, <laughs> but not to uh, take you in a different direction because you're going to hear all kinds of other things in this call. Okay, so I'm going to be right back on with Rose. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Rose, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, Kathy. I'm good. How are you? 
I'm good. You're calling from someplace very far away, right? I know that. Uh, you had said yeah. in your email that like you moved like across the planet at a certain point, right? Recently. And so like you're someplace far away even from where you were before, but you have an accent. So you weren't even probably ever in the United States, were you? I don't know that it matters. Uh, no, a little while. <laughs> right. How and now I went you're, through there. You're like a 29-year-old girl who loves S-E-X, right? Like that's yes. like, I mean, you wrote me a kind of a long email explaining a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff in there that you're going to have to go into <laughs> detail about. My listeners love to hear from girls that are really into sex and are open-minded and have done a lot of stuff. Uh, right. You know, I mean, I think you told, I mean, you're, you had some fr- terms in there that I didn't even understand, right? But a lot of them I did understand. <laughs> well, there's like a lot of label stuff that I don't, you know, a sure. couple things, but most of them I did. I mean, you're into a lot of different stuff. Um, so why don't you start out? I mean, I know that you said like from early on when you were like really young, like you just love sex. You started that you, you always like to talk about sex. Like, so why don't you just like start from when you could remember back to when your whole sex um, obsession started? Yeah. It's funny. I don't even see it as a sex obsession. Not obsession. I don't I, think it's a bad yeah, right. No, but in I that you were like where you're coming from, where you were such a sexual being. You know what I mean? Like, when, how yeah. old were you when you lost your virginity? Let's start there. Uh, I was 15, so it wasn't that early. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty common age. Right. Um, but I remember uh, sexual fantasies from very, very, from a very early age. Yeah. Um, and it was like it was so early, so that. It was very weird sexual fantasies that was almost like um, child games. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't really make sense. It in- included like cartoon figures and things like that. And I bet I didn't really know what it was, but it still turned me on. Mm-hmm. So it was sexual in nature and you knew you were getting yeah. turned on. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that was maybe when. Yeah, when I can remember, it was like five or six, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, right. And then when you started to get older, like closer to fifteen, and you lost your virginity, right? Like, were you going to town, like with those fantasies when you got a little bit older, and they became like real sexual fantasies, and then like you couldn't wait to lose your virginity? Uh, no, I was actually when when around the time when I lost lost my virginity, I was actually very careful and i lost it with a guy that i was very in love with and Mm -hmm. he lost his virginity with me too right um so yeah around that time i was very careful and very self-aware and very uncomfortable in my own teenage body you know so it took me a while until i started to actually like dare to experiment more right and come into Um, your own and start living out those fantasies or whatever stuff was going on right but but around that time is that where you though like did those cartoon fantasies turn into more clear fantasies and you started to realize like the stuff that you were maybe into I mean maybe you weren't doing it with that first guy when you were 15 but were you starting to sort of realize that there were you were into like maybe you know other things more than just the norm yeah yeah absolutely i think i always was kind of aware that there was a lot of uh stuff going on in my head Uh related to sex and i think i realized pretty early that it wasn't uh common to think about sex as much as i did when you're a girl right um and i i don't think i was ever 
like feeling bad or ashamed about it. I was just like, okay, I'm not going to obviously talk to people about this, but I don't think that it's bad of me. Um, right. Because you knew that other people might not be accepting of it, but it wasn't like you yeah. didn't accept the part of you. You didn't feel any yeah. kind of shame about it or anything. It was just like who you were. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when did you start experimenting? Because I know that you said like you're into girls, you're into guys, like and you then you got into like other fetish and kink stuff, you know, and like, so when did all that start for you? Uh, Well, it started in in different stages. I had my first threesome when I was 16. Okay, so Um, that was a quick jump from not being comfortable in your skin at 15. Yeah, and I mean, I still wasn't. Uh, at that stage like looking back I was way too young and I like jumped into that and I didn't really know what was going on well how did Uh, that happen um, at 16 who was it with it was actually um a guy that I met online that I was so young and naive so I just thought that we were friends Mm -hmm. Uh, and he was 23 and he had a girlfriend that was 21 which I also think made me think that it was all friendship right Uh, but then he asked me to come visit him because he lived in a different city and he asked me to come visit him uh to meet his girlfriend and then when i was there i realized that oh this is all staged (laughs) because he wants a threesome and the weird thing about it was that i looked almost exactly like his girlfriend oh that's so funny so he had a type um, for so sure. I, yeah, and I bet it was an awesome time for him. I bet he had like the time of his life. Yeah. Um, and that for sure, like even though in that situation I was so uncomfortable and I didn't know what I was doing at all, mm-hmm. uh, I think that set it for me. Like I think I had my first girl, girl crush when I was like nine or something, but that girl in that threesome she kind of set my taste for women like the kind of women that I like usually look like me but Mm -hmm. when I think about it I actually think that the fact is that they look like her right when she just happened to look like you (laughs) yeah (laughs) right (laughs) exactly and because I mean with that experience with her I know that you said it was a little uncomfortable and you didn't know what you were doing but was like it amazing or did you did you know at that point that you liked women or did it yeah Okay. I did. So you knew. I absolutely did. Oh, yeah. You just said um, you had your first girl crush at nine. Yeah, so you knew you exactly. were like dude, sweating girls a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but she totally like blew me away. I, In I what remember. Sense? I remember that I just wanted him to go away and I just wanted to be there with her. Right. Um, she was like this movie star in my eyes and just so gorgeous and feminine and amazing in every sense. And I was just like blown away by this woman. Right. I mean, she was 21. So she was so much older than me. Yeah, and for sure. Because you're only so much 16. More comfortable too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why I she's still in there kind of. Right, because I I know that you say you like femme women, and yeah, right, and so you think that that's because she was so feminine, and so yeah, right, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think so, yeah, and the way you looked up to her, and so that experience was like really amazing. Did you see them more than that, or was that just like a one-time thing because they live far away? No, that was yeah, that was a one-time thing. It really felt like the whole thing was staged. That he 
wanted the threesome and he found me and then yeah because you went said there you met him online like what was it just like a dating yeah. app and you you were looking no it wasn't even it was this kind of like online community thing and we started chatting somewhere but did you guys talk about sex no no okay so he didn't really even know it's interesting that he just like kind of picked the the perfect person <laughs> he was <Yeah>. right <laughs> do you know what I mean a lot of girls yeah. would be like fly out there and be horrified you know but I mean yeah, like yeah but it's still yeah absolutely I totally get you but I also think that that is something that's kind of followed me like I in like normal dating apps I never write like that I'm into kinky things or stuff like that. I make it look kind of vanilla, but then I, for some reason, every time I go on a date and go home with a guy, they are usually kinky in one way or another anyway. So it feels like they can smell it on me. I yeah. <laughs> I always say that. I don't know if you've listened to enough of my podcasts to hear me say it. Like I say that all the time. I think we sniff out our people from a mile yeah. away. Even commit. Yeah. I say it a lot with commitment phobic people, but I think it's also a lot with like, I, you just know your people and they know you. It's like a, it's like an unspoken weird thing, right? That yeah, happens. Yeah, it's a primal thing, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like you say, you don't even put it out there. So people will be like, oh, how do that? I, I didn't know he was married. I, you know, and I'm yeah. like, but you kind of, you did on some level. Somehow, yeah, I don't know exactly. what it is, but it goes on because it just, it happens so much. You see it and it's, it can't be a coincidence. Like you say, it yeah. happens with you, right? You always meet yeah. your kind of people, right? Yeah, And absolutely. so after that, so you had that one threesome you know mm -hmm. obviously that girl really stuck in your mind right yeah and so then when did you start to like really cross over and how old were you when you started to feel like you were more in control of that that kind of stuff and started to seek it out yourself as opposed to just like winding up in the situation uh, when you say that stuff, do you mean sleeping with women? Just or? no, just every like, you know, I know that you said that like you didn't get into doing all the stuff that you do now for a little right. bit. Right. So right. after that experience, how long was it before you started to like really take charge of it? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it kind of like slowly grew on me. Mm -hmm. Um, with, with like different, because I'm the kind of person who usually ends up in relationships and like different relationships with different guys because I've never had a relationship with a woman. I'll yeah, I was going to ask um, that. But how come? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've only fallen in love with one woman once uh, and that didn't work out. So that's, that's that easy answer. <laughs> right. But did you have a relationship with her or you didn't? You were like in love with her, no, but it I didn't, didn't start. It didn't turn into anything. So you haven't had any other relationships. Is that by choice or just ha you haven't met anybody? I haven't met like I'm so I'm kind of unfair in that sense because I'm so much more picky when it comes to women. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> than I am with men. Yeah. It's like if you would you would put every man I've ever been with on a line, if you would line them up you wouldn't be able to see a common thread. Right, you but the women, you would be able to see the yeah, thread. Right. They would be exactly the same type of woman. Right, that girl. For sure, yeah. You. Yes. <laughs> that looks like yes. you. <laughs> so yeah, funny. It would be a mirror. Right, that's so funny. <laughs> um, and then so with guys, though, you're totally like uh, other girl. I think r girls are like that in general. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah they maybe. don't really have types. Like, we go more for personality. It's very different, I think, for women than for men. But um, yeah. so 
so, I mean, you said in your email, like, I mean, a lot of things that you're into, like exhibitionist, voyeur, voyeurism, mm-hmm. right? Like you're like yeah. into being a dom, right? Or you're, you're, sub- are you a dom or a submissive? I'm, I'm submissive, but I call it uh, strong submissive. I bet like I'm, I really want to say that I'm not that experienced in BDSM. Um, so I bet there's people out there that, knows a better term for it but I call it strong submissive and what I mean by that is that I am submissive but you have to earn it from me right Uh, I'm not just gonna like put myself at your feet instantly I have to like yeah you have to prove to me that you earn it and now do the doms like that uh yeah I actually haven't met one dom that thinks that that is unfair in any way right i think that it it makes them feel more challenged and also like that they actually feel like they've earned it and Mm -hmm. that it's a bigger reward when i actually like let myself go Mm -hmm. to them kind of yeah what do you mean when you say like did you say that you like fem because i know you said you like feminine women do you like feminine men? What do you mean by that? Like bi guys or like guys that like cross dress? Like what do you mean? When I say feminine men, I mean more kind of a, a expression in them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like the um, way they kind of an energy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a friend that like, liked guys like that because we always used to like hang out with like musicians and stuff. And she always liked guys that were more like a little bit feminine and so i know what i i, th- I get yeah. what you mean for sure yeah do they look like that girl or and like for me, you that also... <laughs> guys that look no, like you it's not, it's not that feminine no. right but right. it's like i i kind of feel like there's something in that that i find very attractive because it shows me that they're so um comfortable in their sexuality Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to be macho to show that they're men. I find that very attractive. Right. Now, when you say, because you say that you typically find yourself in relationships, right? Um, but yet yeah. you're into all this kind of stuff that you're going to explain that you're into. So do you have like open relationships? Have you had all kinds of different kinds of relationships? I mean, are you like someone that's like only in like, are you, I wouldn't think that you're monogamous. Like, do you have monogamous relationships or are you open to all different stuff? I do actually, but it's, it's not by choice. <laughs> it's, I, I, I prefer to have non-monogamous relationships um, because I have a very strong philosophy that I don't think that it's natural to be monogamous. Uh I totally respect people that believe that. But for me, that's not my truth. Right. Uh, I believe that it's some sort of lie on some level. If you say that you go through your whole life uh, only being attracted to one person. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, one of the most magical things in the world to me is the energy of a new person, like touching a new person, smelling a new person, knowing how they kiss and like just the tension before the first kiss. It's like the magic in that is amazing to me. And since that's one of the best things I know, I wouldn't like, if I would love someone, I would never ever tell them that you're not allowed to have that because you're with me. Right. It's rather the opposite. You go have that and please tell me about your experience when you come back. I want Now, to have everything. you but you haven't had that kind of relation yet, relationship yet with somebody, right? 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Uh, my last relationship was supposed to be like that. Um, but then I think, like, I the reason I don't have non-monogamous relationships is because I meet my partner in in their wish when they want want to be monogamous because I feel like that's that's more important to me that they're happy than I go fuck someone like the, it's pretty obvious to me what's what's the priority in that situation but my last um relationship was a guy that did the opposite where he was like okay but let's let's try non-monogamy if that's what you're into mm-hmm. um but then I just I actually went and slept with one person and it made him so uncomfortable right. um, that he, he kind of got jealous and I was just like, okay, this is not, I'm, I'm backing off. This won't work. Right. So then you went back and still dated him, but you didn't go screw other people or did it ruin your yeah. relationship? No, it, it not for me. It didn't. Um, and we are not together anymore. So maybe it did for him. I don't really know that. Um, yeah. Well, how long so, after that happened know, did you guys break up? Some people up? tell you one thing, and uh, it wasn't a very long relationship overall. So Do you typically like have long relationships? Relationship. Like, because you're how old now? Uh, 29. Right. So um, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm that my last relationship was seven months or something like that seven eight months Mm -hmm. and the longest one i've had i think was four years i think right so that is a long time and so you were just with that person now did you do a lot of the stuff that you're into like did with your partners or with other randomly with like people you hook up online or something like how did all the stuff that you dabbled in come to be like was it in your relationships uh it's I'm I relationship wise I think that the four year one was the most experimental mm-hmm. um where uh he kind of liked being dominant and he kind of liked me being the submissive but it didn't happen that often it was kind of like oh it's your birthday now you're going to do that thing that you like right um mm-hmm. and then uh what actually ended that relationship was that he stopped having sex with me he he neglected me totally and at the end of that relationship i started having online relationships with other people where i like could fulfill my fantasies and feel that someone wanted me somewhere 
Mm-hmm. And what were you um, just doing, like sexting with them or web, like yeah. you with a like doing FaceTime with them or some shit like that? Like, no, I mean, just uh, I sexted and sent photos. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with multiple people, like men only, men and women, or uh, I was open to women, but I didn't find any women at the time. But it was several men. Yeah. Right. Okay. And did he find yeah. out, or did you just eventually break up with him? No. Uh, he, we're, we're actually friends today, but he still doesn't know that. Yeah. There's no reason to, uh, for him to know no, that. I, you know, no. what's the point? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that really did forget because you were not having sex. But when you say you're an exhibitionist yeah. and a voyeurist, like, have you ever like, d- like how far have you taken that? Like, is it in your, is it just in your fantasy or have you lived that kind of stuff in reality? Um, it's, I, I really wanted uh, go into that more for sure. Um, I haven't done any voyeuristic things, um, mm-hmm. but I have had sex in the middle of downtown several times. What does that mean? What do you mean downtown? Outside of uh, during the day? Yeah. Okay, but you have to like tell me, like you have to paint the picture because like, are <laughs> you like hiding uh, behind something? Are you in the middle of the place well, that people are working? Like, yeah, it's, I, I still... But wait, hold on one second. Like, how how did that come to be? Like, is this with somebody? Like, who's the person that you did it with? What the first time? You know, and like, how did it happen? So, like, was it someone you were dating? Yeah, the first time was a guy that I dated uh, when I was around like twenty two. Okay. And uh, was it like he you, was very you, exhibitionist. So did it was it something that you guys like discussed and said this is what we want to do and then decided like we're gonna no, go do it? No. It just happened. Yeah. It was like he started groping me when we were out in public. Okay. Um, and so when you're outside and then I realized that, that was exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um he really liked having sex in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like, I didn't even know that that was a thing uh, until I was with him. And I realized that I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and the most fun thing that we did was definitely when we had sex outside of the church that was like in the center of the city. Right. And it was like car lanes around it and like sidewalks and people walking all over the place. Um, and where were you guys? Like we in the were, bushes? <laughs> no, we were like taking it all around the church. Um, the best part was when we were at the actual entrance stairs, like on top of the stairs. So anyone could actually see us at any moment. And so you were, were you naked or was he kind of like clothed, but you no. were like, so people, yeah. if they looked, what would they see? Like your legs spread and him on top they, of you? If they would look, they would see humping uh, and they would see like the um, position and realizing right. that we were having sex. Right. But right, it right. wasn't like tits in the air. Right. Of that. course. But that right. That's the whole sort of hot thing about it. Right. That it's kind of like yeah. alluded to. I mean, because. Yes. Right. And so and you're watching people walk by while you're doing this. Yeah. And yeah, did people, exactly. did you see, did you make any eye contact? Did anybody like look over? Do you think anybody knew actually what was going on? No, that's the thing. Like every time I've done these things, I'm surprised that people are so blind that they don't see. 
um, because I'm personally the kind of person that always like my eyes are always flying all over the place. I always see everything in every yeah. detail in buildings and whatever. And I'm just so amazed that people keep their eyes down and they don't know what they're missing because they're literally walking past two people having sex and they don't know it. Yeah, so you did it with that guy that time, and he was kind of an exhibitionist yeah. too, and you realized you were yeah. really into it. And so now you've done that a number of times with other people as well? Yeah, and it's like now it's after him. I, it's just, like I said before, they sniff you out, right? So it's I've done it with people I've met on dating apps where it's just, it hasn't even been talked about beforehand. Uh it's, it just happens naturally. Kinda. And always at this one spot or what other places have you done? Oh, that? no. No. Um, the last thing I did was uh, this guy that we had just been on our first date. We had just met and we had a really nice night and we were leaving the place and we started making out out on the street and like, I didn't think much of it, but then we kept walking, and then we came to this really busy street um, in the middle of downtown, and there was a lot of cars and people and, like, yeah, busy street, uh, like, weekend. And uh, it was this parting in the sidewalk where it was bushes, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was, like, one part was just a regular sidewalk, and then the other part was, like going up to this building and so he just grabbed me and pulled me on that side of the bushes and then he started fingering me and then he went down on me and it was that position where I looked out at the sidewalk side and it was like people were walking just like meters away from me um right they couldn't see him because of the bushes They couldn't see him, but they could definitely see me and they could definitely see that something was happening. Oh, my God. uh, If they watched. Yeah. Right. But and people were just walking Mm -hmm. by like right there. Yeah. While you had someone going down on you. It was that same thing. And it was the same thing where I was just like, why? This is it's so insane to me that you can't see this going on. And then do you I mean, I'm assuming like you do you orgasm like in front of people and they don't even still get get it. Like, did you have an orgasm? Oh, yeah. He he even made me squirt. Right. (laughs) Even though I tried not to because I was like out on the street with my clothes on. But yeah, he. He managed to make that happen. Anyway. Oh, my God. Wait. And so when did you learn and figure out you could squirt? Are you have you always been able to? No, uh, that was in my four year relationship. He figured it out. He did it first. Yeah. to you. Did you try? Yeah. Was it something that you wanted to do or did it happen by accident? Um, no, it didn't happen by accident because it was that kind of thing. I don't know. Like if you've heard that or what your idea of that is, but the common thing for women when they're about to squirt, when they don't know that that's what happens is that they freak out because it they feels like they're going to pee. pee themselves. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you have to kind of be aware enough of what's going on to kind of like get rid of that block and just ignore that and just know in your head that, that it won't happen, even though that's how it feels. Yeah. Uh, and so we kind of practiced that together. No, and, so you did. And now I'm, so it was like, was so what was, ha- so was it like you were, it wasn't like you were trying to figure out how to squirt because you wanted to. It was like you felt like you had to pee sometimes when you were fooling around and then you just figured out, oh, I'm probably going to squirt. So I should yeah. start working through this. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was more like that. Uh, and then, yeah, now it's... I, nowadays, I'm so aware of my own body that I usually... It's, it's even rare for me to have sex without squirting. Because I know where the button is to push, kind of. Right, right, right. Totally. And so that guy, when he was even just going down on you, you were able to squirt. Uh, well, it's still that kind of thing. It's a lot of control in it. So if I'm in a situation where I feel like I shouldn't squirt like right now, then I won't. And that is usually like I don't squirt in people's faces if they're not asking for it. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> uh yeah so it's usually a fingering thing for sure right and so but that time so on in front of everybody while you're on the street like right in yeah. front of people like you squirted and it, yes and that just happened right yeah. and now have you ever where do you meet the women that you're with like that you're with because you're i haven't had them in relationships right so are you on right. like different web fetish websites and stuff to pick them up or um, I still haven't met a woman on a fetish side sites. Um, I've met them on regular dating sites and just like friends of friends. The thing is that I, when I was younger specifically, I was that kind of girl that straight girls was like, oh, you're into girls. I've always wanted to try. Right. <laughs> and then I've been like the ex- experiments for them. Mm-hmm. And I, I found that to be fine since I'm mostly into femme girls than straight girls are usually femme. <laughs> right, right. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I've, I've been fine with being the experiments. Right. Like you, sure. you're that you de-virginize all the girls. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, and I mean, how many are you somebody that like, have you been with a lot of women or is it just a couple times because you don't really meet that many? I mean, it's all relative, right? If I, if, if I would compare to how many men I've been with, I would say like maybe a, a fifth or a quarter is women, I would say. Right, right, right. Yeah. And now on the fet- what fetish websites are you on that you meet guys? Um, it's FetLife. Yeah, I've heard of FetLife uh, on here before. Yeah, uh-huh. I've I've tried several different apps so many times, but they're all bullshit. <laughs> right, and FetLife is what. Yeah. When what do you go looking for on there? Like, what is the thing that you're interested in the most? Um. Well. What is Switch Curious? That was a thing I didn't really understand. Oh, right. Yeah. So Switch Curious is basically that I'm I'm always a submissive and I've always been. But uh, some women and some feminine men makes me curious of how it would be to be a Switch. And Switch is basically if I would switch between being a submissive and a dominant with them. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, okay. That's what that is. Right. So now when you're on there on the fat life, what have you looked for and who have you met and what have you done with them? Um, I am looking for the right kind of dominance because I don't, I'm not into degrading at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I still like, I still need a lot of respect in it and a lot of, um, I still want to feel like a queen, even though I'm the one being submissive, if that, if that makes sense. Right. You're not into being uh, de- degraded, like, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, cause some of it is that way. Like they 
jizz on yeah. their faces. They pee on their face. You know, it's like yeah. I've heard some hardcore stuff, and it's like, um, yeah, and also like the way you speak to each other too. And it's mm-hmm. like I, I totally respect it. I, I really try not to judge people for, but their that's just at all, not your but thing. It's not right. my thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, everyone's uh, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so that's really. It's really hard because there's a lot of guys that they say that they're doms, but they don't really understand what it means because it still means that uh, they respect me back. Right. Um, And just the whole thing that I said at the start with the strong submissive thing um, where I want to find the guy that that's what he's into, too. Like you want to earn it. Right. Um, But have you met a lot of guys on Fat Life? I haven't. Uh, I've had several online things uh, where we like, I guess it's a sort of sex thing where we talk about each other's fantasies and what we would like to do with each other. But then we live too far from each other for it to happen, basically. Right. Um, But then uh, there is actually one guy that I met uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, who flew here where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was here with me for a week. Oh, so that already happened because I know you mentioned that yeah. in your email. Yeah. You're like, I don't know if yeah. he's a murderer, but <laughs> okay. So <laughs> and so this was a guy that you met online, right? And you guys have been yeah. sort of talking about what you guys are into. So he came to town for a week for you guys to finally meet and I guess get it on. So how did it go? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was um, he was the the perfect first guy I think to find um, through a fetish dating app for me. Um, what made him perfect? And we were really, we were a really good match and he knew exactly, like he, he knew exactly what it was that I wanted. Um, and he was totally in on the, like earning, earning the submission. Um, and he had this very, interesting way of being a very loving dominant Mm -hmm. Uh, he was very soft in a way while still being the dominant one right uh and it was this because i'm not into age play uh, i'm not into the the daddy yeah yeah, yeah. i've heard of that yeah Um, uh but it was this interesting thing where it like almost touched that but it wasn't those kind of words uh, so I still felt that he took care of me in a way that I I've never experienced before that I realized that I was totally into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a really good way with words where he said the exact like the the right things. And this started even before we met where we had like we sexted and we had like um, uh, we sent each other uh, voice messages. Right. Um, and so he could send me messages where he just said to me that he was proud of me and that I was, was a good girl. Mm-hmm. And I've never had, even though I've been submissive many times with many different people, I've never actually had someone say those words, like actually say it to me. Right. And that was this very weird turn. On. I had a very weird, yeah, I had a very weird reaction to that, that I wasn't expecting where it was like, I was so turned on. And I came by it 
I orgasmed like I I barely touched myself, but I orgasmed by hearing him saying this. But at the same time, it was like he reached through my whole childhood, like he reached through everything and just like hugged my heart at the same time. Right. So it felt so healing mm-hmm. at the same time as it was this huge sexual turn on. Interesting. I yeah. wonder where the hell that I, comes I, I from. I thought so too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was that was. When he shows up, I mean, I'm I'm assuming you saw him and everything. Like, was he a good looking guy or like? Yeah. So he physically, he was like your type. How old was he? Uh, He's one year older than me. Oh, so he's not even that old. So he showed up and then you guys just spent the week together. Did he stay with you? Uh, Yeah. The funny thing was that he uh, got an Airbnb and he was very respectful and he was like, I'm not expecting anything to go down. Um, and I have that place in case you feel like you need space or in case this won't work out, uh, which I'm really grateful for because it took away a lot of pressure. Yeah, 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 for Uh, sure. Because it's like, even though you have an online thing, you never know if like you need the person and the chemistry is not there. Um, and so, uh, the thing was though, that he arrived at midnight and he, the check-in was the day after. Mm-hmm. So he told to told me f- from the start that I think I need to sleep at your place the first night. Is that okay? And I don't have any sofa or anything. So I was like, okay, you're going to sleep in my bed. So how are we going to do this? And then from the start, we decided on a little game of ours where we weren't allowed to kiss the first 24 hours. Uh, and we could touch each other. And we could, like, turn each other on, but we weren't allowed to orgasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was that was pretty fun to have that from the start, knowing that, okay, I'm, I'm going to meet this person I've never met, met before. And, like, in a couple of hours, he's going to be in my bed yeah, uh, sleeping next to me. And we're going to, like, curl up next to each other but not do anything. And you like that um, is what you're saying. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Right, because it uh, wasn't... It made everything so exciting. Right, because it was like a build-up, kind of like foreplay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And that's like, as I mentioned before, I l- love magic in the like tension between you and, a- and another person when you really want to kiss each other, but you're waiting for that first moment where when you can kiss. Uh, and even though I know that I'm, I'm on a date with someone and I know that we're going to do this, I still try to like pull that moment, like push it in front of me as long as possible. Because as soon as you've had the first kiss, it's gone. You're yeah. going to be able to have that sensation back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for me, this was awesome. It was that times 100 because we had decided like openly with each other that we're not going to kiss. Right. And there was all this sexual tension because you guys had gone there sexually with each other, like in the way you yeah. were talking and the pictures and everything. So it was kind of like yeah, for sure. that you already knew that all that stuff was there. It wasn't like you guys were being yeah. prude. You knew what was going to go down. It was just like yeah. sort of dragging it out. I know. I think it's like hot 
to be like when you get to like because I've dry humped people and done crazy things and people are like why would you do that when you could just like fuck them it's like because you can fuck them like it's like after you've done everything yeah. sometimes it's kind of hot to just like uh, you know do not yeah. do anything but just like dry hump and not be, let each other do anything and you could like do that for like two hours and it's like the fucking hottest thing ever because it's like you know yeah. it's just something different right <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Those kind of foreplays, they can turn me on so much so that I get numb in my arms and my legs because all of my blood has rushed into my vagina. Right. You just like <laughs> lose yourself. It's so in many it. times. Yes, absolutely. I love that. That's like one of the best things I know for sure. Right. So the, after that night, was it like the next night that you got into everything and started to like really get Yeah. Down? And that was... That was so amazing. Uh, the next night, uh, he, we, like, we, he's never been in this city. Mm-hmm. So the whole day we, we, like, teased each other by just, like, walking around the city and doing all sorts of, like, touristy things. And I showed him the city while, like, touching each other in, like, you know, yeah. careful ways, but still very flirty. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And so then after dinner, we we're going back home and when I don't remember exactly when, but he he told me that um, I need to go to the Airbnb place. Um, I'm coming to yours later. Uh, and then I went to my place and waited for him. And when he came, he had uh, a coat on. And I had told him I even have in my in my FetLife profile that I have a thing for. Uh, suits and uniforms and authority. Uh-huh. Uh that's a huge kink for me. It's right. like if I if I see someone in a uniform I barely care about how they look. <laughs> really? Like any uniform. kind of uniform yeah. like a cop, a fireman, a an army yeah, guy? Okay. Yeah, it's the authority. It's like the uniform that shows me that you know what you're doing. Right. Okay, right. That's the submissive that is, and you like that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. for sure. It's extremely hot. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the suit. It it shows me its power. Um, right and interesting. Yeah. wow that's i must be such a fucking dom because i hate all those things <laughs> <laughs> anyway go on go. <laughs> yeah go yeah. on um and so he he showed up in a coat and then yeah. he took the coat off and he had a full suit on and uh that was like the best birthday gift in the world basically because right. he came here because it was my birthday i want to say too mm-hmm um, so it was like a birthday gift to me from him and from myself also in a way. Um, and it was so amazing because even though I've always had this thing for suits and uniforms, I've never actually slept with anyone in their suit or uniform because usually, I mean, it totally makes sense. It's usually like those kind of clothes that people people are careful with and they take it off like you see them in it, it's really hot, and then they take it off, and then you right. have sex. Right. Oh, but you wanted but to have brought... him keep it on. Yes. And mm-hmm. he, like, I didn't ask him for that, because I never assumed that anyone will, because I know that you're careful with your suit, because right. it's a suit. Uh, but he did that for me, and it was so exciting. It was this whole new experience where I could really, like try it out and feel what it felt like and like what to would be with that with person me. of uh, in the position yeah. of power and everything right mm-hmm. yeah 
and it was fucking amazing. The first thing that happened was that uh, he had me in his lap, and I was just feeling his suit. Like, I was, like, groping his suit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like, yeah, I could really, like, try out this fetish of mine and, like, see what it was to me. And, like, I I felt the, the shirt and I felt the the jacket and I felt the tie and I was like touching the fabrics and was like this is really hot like I get really turned on and it wasn't like it was in that moment it wasn't as much his body in the suit it was the suit itself right yeah Just that's like interesting it's has, like yeah, the, the like feel of it even fetishes for for latex yeah or yeah yeah like that and I was just like wow I actually really have a kink for a suit like it it turns me on this much right not even and, just the power and the guy in it yeah. actually the feel of it the touch that's interesting yeah and i'm so grateful for him that he let me experience this yeah and that he and knew because so, he really was thoughtful i mean he saw it in yeah. your thing it wasn't necessarily something you talked about right it was it wasn't like you told him come in a suit or whatever right no he, d- he chose like, to mean, do we that talked about suits he, yeah. he showed like he sent me pictures of himself in suits and things like that but right. i never asked him to actually like i want to fuck you in a suit that right. never came up mm-hmm. uh, and so i was so turned on so i started grinding him when i was sitting in his lap and he was that was when like that first time was when i realized his kind of like loving dominance where he held me in his lap and was very firm with me but still told me that he he got me right uh, and that i could be like completely safe and just let go and i had this a very intense orgasm just grinding him in the suit like it happened pretty quickly too right just from doing that such a like huge yeah it was such a huge sensation for me Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he put me on the bed and then he i think he ate me out first and then started fingering me all of this while he was still in the suit and that was like just looking at him in the suit doing this to me was amazing (laughs) right like that was all you needed yeah yeah absolutely that was like i i kind of felt that first night like you can go home now and i'm still (laughs) good yeah (laughs) right i'm still so grateful for this moment yeah right that's amazing that the second day you reached the top of the mountain and it didn't go downhill after that right i mean like the rest of the time he was there like what more like so much fun how far did you did you experiment with him did you do any exhibitionist stuff with him did you take him out on your little walks we actually didn't that's the thing it's like we we could just as well have done that because he's into that too. And we were out walking a lot, a lot, but it didn't happen. It just didn't and I'm come like, up. Yeah. It just didn't come up. And it's nothing that I'm sad about because we did so many fun things anyways. And we had sex every day and it was really hot. And I think with him, what I liked the most was his way of talking. He really had a way of saying the exact right things to get me as turned on as I could possibly be. And it was still those kind of things that I barely knew myself would do it that I was into. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. like you're still just figuring stuff out about yourself, what you're into yeah, and everything, absolutely. the more you explore. And I know that you did say that you recently moved far away and it has, being so far away from where you were before, has helped you to sort of live out your fantasies even more, right? Is it just yeah. because you're so far removed and you don't know anybody so you feel like and you're not going to run into anybody that you could just like really be yourself? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's really a freedom that I'm experiencing that I'm so grateful for. And I have a lot of fun in that. And I feel like I have an opportunity to build myself up into the person that I want to be in a way that's really hard to do in like your hometown mm-hmm. where everyone knows you and everyone's like, why is your hair different today? You never look like that. And like you can't do deeper things like that because everyone just assumes that you are in a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you start anew, basically, which is kind of what I've done, you have this opportunity to just ask yourself, so who are you and who do you want to be? Um, and it's been an opportunity for me to just like, well, fuck it. I am an adult person and I'm doing this thing right now where I can just like sexually do whatever I want Mm -hmm. and just own my body and love my body and give my body what it deserves. Right. Exactly. And just keep experimenting and figuring out what I like and having so much fun right and this guy showed you that week that he was here that you liked the feel of suits the way that he talked to you what else did you guys do that week like did you do anything else kinky with him that you you haven't Um, talked about he tied me up uh with his tie which of course was a lot of fun too right Uh, and that's like the whole dom submissive thing Mm -hmm. yeah right do you yeah, like exactly. this guy a little bit like more like with this this person like I don't know how long you've been communicating before he came to town like is this somebody that you think maybe you could be in a relationship with or do you um, like I I have a very easy tie tie very easy tie <laughs> <laughs> there's that tie <laughs> again <laughs> yeah yes. totally I have a very easy time loving people like mm-hmm. very casually like if I go on a date with someone and I sleep with that person one night I have a very easy time giving them my heart that night and then just leaving and still like they will always be with me and I will always care for them but I I leave and I'm still fine with that yeah uh, I don't, I never feel that my love is something that I have to keep to myself or that it has to be to one certain person that I'm in a relationship. Uh, it's like sex for me. So many people have this idea of sex being so intimate so that why are you doing it with so many people that you just sleep with them once and then you never see them again. It's it's too personal and intimate. But for me, it's the energy in that that I love so much and a part of that energy is meeting someone where you can just give each other everything and heal each other, even though you don't even know each other, you can heal each other through sex uh, and just show them that they're special and that they they mean something to you and then have that back and then move on. Right. And now is that part of you that feels all those things that you just said, the part yeah. of you that is thinking maybe about dabbling into sex as a like it's like sex work or like, I don't know what you want to call it. Like, yeah. Maybe but, you would yeah. be an escort or something just because you feel like, you know, you got all the you got all the 
I don't know, you could be good at it, right? And it's something that you enjoy yeah. and then you just yeah. add the money on top of it, right? I don't know. Yeah. How else is it? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I'm I'm currently questioning my morale when it comes to sex work. Um and like what's my actual idea about it and what's what is this idea that's been been put on me by the society and culture and things like that? What what do I actually think about sex work? And is it because uh, you're thinking haven't... maybe you might want to do it yourself? That's what I didn't know if that's yeah, what exactly. you meant. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. I, I still haven't been able to answer that properly. I'm still figuring that out. And it's this thing where when I came here, where I am now, when I started anew and I was like, I can do basically whatever I want. I started thinking that I know my worth so much um, and I I don't have a problem seeing that I could have a sugar daddy because I I see that I'm worth someone paying to be with me. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't see it as a big. You uh, don't. Th- you you don't see that yeah, as a bad thing. I don't thing. see right. that as a exactly. I don't see that as a big of a deal. It's still like I would never tell my mom. Right. But personally, <laughs> right. I don't think that it's a bad thing. Yeah. And so then I've been like, from that, I've been like, so. Um, why not have 50 right why not have four uh, sugar daddies and then that becomes something else right exactly why why is sugar daddy good and sex work bad but do i really think that sex work is bad because i have so much respect for sex workers Uh, listen i think that a lot of people the problem that a lot of people have with it is you know from about because they feel for the women and they feel that the women are doing something that maybe on some level they don't want to do and it's exploited. Yeah, and there's and, you a know, lot of women that that do that. Right. And I just feel like with you, you know, you're yeah. the woman and I don't we haven't gone into like your backstory. I don't know if there's anything when you were younger that happened that might have fucked you up and made you into someone that would. Do, I don't know. It doesn't, uh, you know, sure. but. Um, I think that if you feel this like really healthy sort of thing with sex and with yourself and everything and, you know, so then with you, why would people think it's bad? I don't know. I mean, it sounds so terrible and people are probably like cursing me out when I'm saying this right (laughs) now. But like I said, I just think that the people that what people's problem is with it is that they feel for the woman. You know what I mean? But if you're the woman and you don't feel bad about it. And you like yeah. it and you're enjoying it and you have this thing like where you feel like you're healing people and it's like loving to you on some level like you could yeah. open your heart while you're doing it and it's not just for yeah. the money and you're enjoying it then you know yeah. well, in this situation maybe it's not wrong right but it might yeah. be wrong for a lot of other people you know for all the reasons yeah. that people think it's wrong you know it yeah. just feel like yeah. it might have not apply to you that's yeah. a long way of saying that <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't I know. Got, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I'm thinking about, too. And then I'm, like, dabbling back and forth what it's worth. Um, and, like, the the negative things that could come with it. And, like... And so yeah. what are the negative things? Let's talk it out. Like, what are the negative things? Like, we know the well, positives. Honestly, yeah. Well, honestly, the first thing that I'm thinking about is that I'm not sure if I could sleep with someone I'm not attracted to. Uh, just because they're paying me. 
Right. I think that's Without that the chemistry. first thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the first thing I'm thinking Well, that's about a big thing. When, when I say attracted to you, I don't specifically mean physically. It's just the chemistry in it. And that's a big thing because if you're talking about but that's where maybe the sugar daddy thing is better for you because with sex work like you would have to be like what are the odds yeah. that it would be somebody that you're attracted to I don't know you're very open and into a lot of things but like you know and you say if you put all the guys like you know you're into all different types but in maybe if you tell them to wear a suit or a fucking policeman outfit when they come like that'll help the situation but like <laughs> you know the chances yeah, are like you're gonna the- be with people yeah. that you're not attracted to you know and yeah, and that's exactly. a big part that's a big part of it I know I had a friend whose friend did it and she yeah. told me that her friend like it was and I don't know I think she, like that the guys like she had this one guy that had like really bad breath and like mm. I remember thinking like oh this is like that's like a small little like you think of like the whole person being bad but when you yeah. I, when you just think of like a bad breath on top of you like I don't know like I just felt yeah. so bad for her and thought like oh yeah. like that's like so sort of damaging yeah, on hard. a certain yeah, level it's pretty hard to think that away too to just like ignore it and fantasize about someone else because you'll still feel the smell yeah and i don't know why it just if, when again i heard that it just it was like it was like bigger than just the bad breath but it was just it was so sad to me that it was just like yeah. oh my god you know yeah because that's yeah, what could it. show up like you don't really think about it when you're thinking about like sort of Oh, I'm going to make this money. And I'm, and that's what she thought it was like glamorous, supposedly. Like she just thought she was going to be making right. all this cash. And she lived in New York and she was going to be a high end escort. But she was like making no right. money. And like she sh- these, gu- these guys would show up with like bad breath. And like, you know, and <laughs> I think she wound up like with one guy supposedly. And I don't know if she still sees him, but it was like she had one guy that she stayed with when she got out of it because she was like basically making no money, like less than she made when she was like bartending. And she kept one guy who, like, would pay her rent for her, and she would fuck him once a month. And that was, like, what... So that that sounds more like a sugar daddy, then. Yeah, I guess that was the one guy without bad breath. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Maybe he ate a mint before he showed up. I don't know. But, like, you know. But, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just feel like maybe the sugar daddy thing is your set. What about, but like, where are you at as far as like relationships? Like for you, are you wanting to be single and just sort of mingle? Like would you, are you looking for somebody to have more of an open relationship? Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy myself so much right now. I see, I have so many guys that, that I have in like a rotation. Yeah. Um, that I see, like more than once, uh, but there's there's so many of them, so I have a hard time having time. How for many guys do you have? Because you just had this guy that came. Oh, good question. That's a very good question. Um, How many in well, rotation I, I, now? I had sex with one guy this morning, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing another guy tonight. <laughs> so you so double dip? Have, do you have yes. you ever triple dipped? No, I don't think I. But have. double I mean, dip. If you don't count, I uh, yeah, um, I did have. When I went to boarding school many years ago, I had this crazy threesome with two other girls. So it was three three girl threesome. And then the same night, I had sex with a guy. Oh, really? And how did you get into yeah. the threesome? Let's end with this one because we're at about an hour. But like, <laughs> what? how did the threesome with the girls go down? Uh, we, we were all friends with each other. And it was this kind of like... This, 
stupid, giggly, kind of drunk thing that we just started making out for fun. And then we ended up uh, in a shower together. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a yeah. porn. I know it does. <laughs> I know, right? Because I, I mean, like, like how so how old were you? Like, oh my god! How old were you guys? Yeah, we were like twenty. Right. So like three hot twenty year olds like giggling, <laughs> yeah. and then they make out, and then they're like, oh, one of them grabs the other girl's hand, and they all run into the shower, and then yeah, everyone gets naked, it and then so cliche. No, but I mean, it's like it's almost like you don't realize like you see it on porn. It's cliche when you see it on porn, but it was like it actually yeah. happened. I don't think it happened yeah. that much in real life. <laughs> Do you know what no. I mean? So yeah. and so what happened? Did you guys all like go all the way with each other? Like you went into the shower and then did it go into the bedroom? Like, no, it ended in the shower. It was like it was so playful and giggly and it was like we weren't really serious with it. So it was like almost a bit embarrassing um and so it was like it was mostly me and one of the other girls and the third one mostly watched she was right. a little too uncomfortable being really in it mm-hmm. but you and yeah. the other girl like totally did each other yeah right and we had sex after that too after that same night or like after yeah. like another day totally after after that night we had sex other times Right. Okay. And m- multiple yeah. times you like that girl. She looked like you. She was hot. <laughs> yeah, she, she was hot. She looked like me a little. Yeah. <laughs> right. She was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that night you saw a guy and fucked him. So how many people in rotation now that you got? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. Seven. Yeah, maybe eight or nine, maybe. Oh my god! And so, like, is it how much do you get laid at least once a day? No, 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 no. This is the thing. I'm I'm a very hardworking student, but mm-hmm. right now I'm on a school break. So right, right now I'm just like meeting, making everyone. up for lost time, <laughs> having my share. Yes, very much so. And will you see the guy that just came and went? I mean, he lives so far away. Right. Uh, so I think when he left, we just kept it very open, both of us, and was just like, this was a really nice time. I hope I'll see you again someday. But I think we both are very, like, open to it maybe happening, but also never happening again, I think. But right. We st- we're still in contact. We still talk to each other. Right. That's cool. But you have all your other guys. And you're seeing yeah. one tonight and you saw one this morning. <laughs> yeah. Now, do they because I, I think it's just like kind of like the thing that happens a lot of times, like guys always like never want relationships with girls a lot of the times, you know, but then when the girl doesn't want them or and she's not interested that they really want her. Like, do you find that that happens like with all these guys? Because you got all these I guys. I actually love that you that you ask this now towards the end because there's actually something that I've been thinking about that I really want to say. Yeah. Um, and there's so many men that I meet that are so amazed by me yeah. uh, because I'm so uh, comfortable in myself and I love having sex so much and I'm so comfortable in like walking around naked and loving my own body and I love having sex with them and experiencing their bodies and whatever and um, they have really usually they have a really hard time letting go um, which is why I rarely see it, it, I rarely have one night stands right um, not because I really like, 
yeah, it's mostly because they want to see me again. And then I'm like, okay, it was a fun time. Sure. Yeah. But the thing is that I really don't want to think that they want to see me again because I'm so special. I rather think that that is because there's this common thing going on in our Western culture where women overall learn to be uncomfortable in themselves and learn to shame themselves and learn to not uh, experiment and try out what they actually like and what they're into because that's not what a woman is supposed to do. She's just supposed to lay there as a dead fish, basically. And I just think that that's so sad. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk to you. It's not because this is a huge secret for me that I never tell people. It's because I want to hopefully this is going to sound so <laughs> I I would love to inspire someone to just like fuck yeah I also want to just do whatever I want and figure out right what other I like women right 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 that maybe yeah. have an inner you and they have those thoughts yeah. and those fantasies and those desires but they aren't living it I have to give another shout out to this podcast that I listened to the other day I talked about this on another show because she talked about what you're kind of saying but she gave a different reason and it was and I would think more like your reason but then after I listened to this woman talking about it why women don't enjoy sex or aren't into sex as much when I listened to her reason for it, it was so fucking fascinating but and mm-hmm. she was talking a lot about um, how it's like really selfish, like women have to be selfish in bed. And that's what yeah. men find attractive. And that's mm-hmm. how women feel good about it. And if you think about it, women aren't like the selfish sex, right? It's like more women yeah. are like of service to men. And they're like, they, they don't yeah. feel it's like right to be selfish, right? But and it's yeah. it is a selfish act. You should be just and it, that's what is the turn on, and that's what you have to do, and that's how you experience sex the best way. You have to listen yeah. to this podcast. It was on the Goop podcast. It was with this lady Esther Peril, and it was so fucking great. And she talked about women and why women don't sort of have as good of a time as men. And it it, this, it came down to a lot of this whole thing of being selfish. And I think women have a problem being selfish. Most women aren't. Yeah, selfish. and I totally I totally get that. Uh, and it's still like even when I'm submissive and I want to like give my everything to this one man in bed right now then it's still like I do that because of selfish reasons right, I do that because I get on. off of yeah exactly. yeah 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 I want to nurture them because that's that makes me feel good yeah and even when you Not said you're the submissive like yeah and even when you said you're the submissive you still want them to like work at it so you got that sort yeah. of selfish vibe which makes you really totally enjoy yourself and that's yeah. what um but that's what it makes you sexy and that's why the guys come back because you're good in bed <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> See what I mean? Like that's like. But I also just would think that they would also get hooked emotionally with you because you're so like not hooked emotionally on them. And sometimes, like you know, it's like that opposite effect, right? Like, why doesn't this girl sweating me? Like, why doesn't she want to relate? You know, so that you yeah. would maybe find yourself with a lot of guys that are like wanting to date you, that but you're just not interested. I don't know. Yeah, I have like in in every basically every dating app that I have a profile, I have a disclaimer where I just try to say no, don't get attached. 
Yeah, <laughs> but that's normally the what do. that's normally what makes them get attached. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but it's still like then I at least can say I told you so. Like, right. That's the difference. <laughs> right. But yeah, but yeah. I would assume that you get a lot of guys like sort of like knocking on your door because you're not available and so, you know, that's just the way that it goes. But yeah. yeah, I do hope that other women listen and could um, sort of be inspired to be more open about their stuff. And, you know, maybe they'll have to travel far away as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <maybe>. that's, <laughs> you know, you don't know. Hopefully you don't need to do that. Hopefully. Yeah. I, mean, I was still very sexually active before I moved here for sure. Right. But this is just going to yeah. take you to another level. You might have that yeah. sugar daddy coming up and that might've been something that you wouldn't have done in the past. Well, who knows what you're going to be doing yeah. six months from now, but you'll have to keep me posted and let us oh, know. Sure. Uh, I don't think yeah. sex work is for you. I don't think you should do it. No. I think maybe though, if no. you want, you know, a sugar daddy, you know, and have a, rela- a relationship and a situation like that where you're also getting money. People are like, why not? What's That's no big deal. Do you know what I mean? Right. If you're good at something, you should get paid. Yeah, but it would be somebody, <laughs> I, I, I mean, think. I would like, you know, find, you could find somebody that you like and that, you know, you become friends yeah. with that you're, clo- yeah. you know, like it's, yeah. I don't think it's a, a bad thing. You know, it, it depends on it because it's not like you're going to do it with someone you don't like. Right. Yeah. You already sure. made that clear. So what's yeah. the difference? They're just giving you like a present every month. <laughs> anyway, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but let me know which way you go if you would ever sort of step into that. And even if you do this, the sex work, I mean, it's your choice. We'll see what happens happens but um yeah i don't know that you're gonna do but thanks for calling in and sharing all your stuff i feel like you have more stories we thank just, you so much you know yeah I, for sure you do right <laughs> it's, so we it's could, an endless abyss yeah exactly so we could always do a part two anytime if you want to call back in because my guys cool. my listeners always love hearing from women and there's yeah. other women like you said hopefully that will listen and be inspired so you could do that another time and call in I'd love that give me more stories alright thanks so much I'd Rose for calling in thank you bye thank you so much for having me thanks no bye bye do you have a story lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.